0: Wealth is a mindset. I created this podcast because you can't learn something that you don't talk about. Wealth Chats is where the money conversations happen with no shame. Level up your financial literacy game with our weekly Wealth Chats. Alright, welcome back guys to Wealth Chats. Today I have a guest on and we have got lisa blackham and she's got something special for you guys i think you're gonna like it you know what we talk about here wealth mental health money and emotions and today's focus is gonna be on anxiety how that plays into money and finances. You guys know I go toe-to-toe with depression and anxiety every single day, so this one's close to the heart. But Lisa, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here to shed some light, especially in your fields where you focus on anxiety. I'd love for you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you're doing and Ultimately, why you got into your field because it's very specific.
1: For me, when I struggle with anxiety, it's really overwhelming. I get stuck in my head, like my head is this big foggy mess, and I can't think straight. And I tend to shut down, me shutting down and not doing anything. Although, in the very beginning, the way that I recognised that something wasn't quite right was having panic attacks. I can say honestly now, for quite some time, learn over the journey for my help and help them to get their anxiety so they know what to do when it's coming up, where they know what to do after they've had an anxiety attack or however it shows up in their life because, and as you would know, Quinny, anxiety shows up in so many different ways. Mm. It's not your standard, this is what's wrong with you if we want to put it in inverted commas because I don't believe there's anything I don't believe there's anything wrong with anyone and what I can do though is help people to find ways to be able to manage when they're feeling super anxious about things.
0: Mm-hmm. That That's beautiful thank you for sharing that with us and the part that really stuck out to me was there's nothing wrong with anyone. I think a lot of the times with these Even though it's a lot more talked about than it was a decade ago, there's still some stigma around it. So let's backtrack a little, if you can, and just what is anxiety?
1: Okay, so my perspective on anxiety is you worry. You're a worrier, you worry about everything. And in my case, I was worrying about the past, all the little details of things that had happened. Had I said the right thing to somebody? Had I made the right choices? Was I doing the right thing? So it was worrying about the past and just going over and over again in my head, trying to make sense of it and um, trying to make it different. The situation, whatever it was, I might have had a fight with my husband or I had, my mum had given me a dressing down. And so I was trying to figure out what I could have said or could have done to make the situation different. And it also shows this constant worry. I was constantly, it did keep me awake at night, laying in bed, worrying. I, I had this whole fear, which was sort of the turning point, I think, of dying. Like I didn't, I know we're all going to die, like it's a natural part of life. That's our life cycle. But I was so worried about dying. What would happen to my kids? What would happen to my family? Mm. I was just calm. and i that used to give me panic attacks. Like I would wake up and go, Oh my goodness, what's going on? And it was right. just I was just in my head. I was literally in my head. But worrying it's a about very But it's a very valid feeling. Like I just
0: actually finished reading a book this week called The Mountain Is You. Mm. And she just put it so succinct. Your feelings are valid, but they're not always a reflection of reality. And that was such a big difference and i love that you're talking about worry like the basis of anxiety comes from a worry whether it's past present future it doesn't matter where it stems from but you're always worrying and what's funny is that this always comes up in money Mm -hmm. For like what's your insight and views on that why you know is there so much physical and mental tension We Mm. talk about money and in the form of anxiety.
1: Well, money's a big thing. Let's be real. It makes a life go, uh, makes the world go around, doesn't it? So I guess we worry about money because we see it as a thing that we can control. And when we don't have enough of it, we worry. And when we have too much of it, we worry that we're spending it on things that we don't need. So I really feel like it's a whole, it's a bit of a, uh, it's, only got a little bit in it, and but we are working, and we are generating income, and we are, have do have ways that money can come in, and we forget about all those ways that money comes to us. And I think for me, the big realization was that money is just energy, and it's everywhere. Like you look around the world, and it literally is everywhere. There are people who have wealth. And there are people who have money. And that th- I know you talk about the two things are quite different. And I think it's really important to remember that it does always come back. If you feel like you don't have enough, just think about the fact that you've actually just paid some bills or you have enough to cover the bills that you have to pay. And that was a big realisation for me that there's always money coming in and there's always more money. And if I don't personally have it, I know 100 different ways that I can get some. I can borrow some from a family member. I can take out a loan. I can up the limit on my credit card. They're just some basic ways, but it's always there and it's always available if we open ourselves up to seeing the possible possibilities. So we tend to, I think the worry comes from a scarcity. Like we think it's scarce and it's going to run out.
0: Yes, you touched on some really big points. It's so funny because cash flow, money, currency, all of these is movement type words. Like there's actually needs to be movement in order for it to thrive. Mm. And interestingly enough, it is the same with energy. Energy is not meant to be stagnant, to hold it. Like it doesn't actually work that way. So I love that you brought those two things up because it is right. And we're not just talking manifestation. There are ways to create money. And I love your, just the things you even said. It's so simple, but we forget where we're in a time of crisis, like borrow from someone. Yes, it's not the most ideal, but not everything is a best practice when it comes to money. Sometimes there's just very real life things like get a loan. That's Even if you already have a loan, there can be another one if you are really struggling. Like, Mm -hmm. there is that. So what this brings me to, and I want to ask you while we have you here, is when someone feels hopeless and they're really worrying, like, what is maybe a few things you can kind of either presence yourself to it know you're doing it because we know the alternative is you're just going to
1: keep spiraling and it can be dangerous from that point yes yes certainly and that spiral is that out of control I don't know what to do and I'm stuck kind of feeling isn't it it's a real hopelessness as you said and I love what you said about present yourself yes a hundred percent like I truly believe in awareness is the key and I teach I'm also a meditation teacher and a yoga teacher so the presence of being here now is so crucial to breaking a cycle if let's say it, it is a cycle it's something that is on repeat it it typically is a learned behaviour, something that we have unconsciously created this habit that just goes on and on. And so we need to become aware to begin with. With awareness, you can create change. So unfortunately, without awareness, you just continue doing the same thing. It's like autopilot. You just hit autopilot and go about doing whatever you're doing. So yeah, and the practice that you could do to help you become more aware, is simply focusing on your breath. I love the breath as a tool for bringing us back into the present moment because it's something that you have all the time, like we always are breathing. Sometimes we don't realise it, we forget, and when we bring our awareness back to our breath, we bring ourselves back to the present moment because, let's face it, the present moment is all we have. The past has gone and the future not yet here. So the only place we can be is here now. And when you're in the here and now, you're focused on the present moment, taking a few beautiful, deep, slow, cleansing breaths, what you're doing is bringing some oxygen back into your brain, oxygenating your body, we call it life force prana in yoga and meditation. And because it's life force, it's re-energising and it helps to clear that foggy mind and calm the mind so that you can think more clearly and maybe a little bit more rationally be able to give you that little bit of space so that you are able to then make some decisions or see the patterns as they are just happening in that moment. I think it's important to note, too, that it's not always about
0: solving the problem. There isn't always something to solve. And Mm -hmm. I think it works. It's weird to think that anxiety works so well with money, but it really does from a Mm -hmm. positive and a negative perspective. But sometimes just to know like, hey, this is a situation where I need some clarity, because I am struggling I'm worrying I'm anxious and I don't really know what's there so it doesn't mean to always solve it's just to look to inquire Mm. like what am I actually worrying about I talked to someone last week and they were in debt but I asked them I'm like okay how much debt are you in and where is it coming from Mm. and they didn't know they didn't know Mm. for me because I'm in the work it's what's different to think of What You don't know how much? Then how are you paying? How do you know? Because for me, if you don't know, you can't track. Mm. And I think it's the same when it comes to the mental health side of things. Because if I know for me... I didn't know I was having panic attack for years. I would be like kicking, screaming at a time. It was also inflicting self-harm because like you said, I just needed to get out of my head. And so it was just such a struggle. And I know you and I are not the only ones to have that. I would love for you to share with me, was there a time where you were anxious about money or finances? And what? how did you kind of rediscover that through even your own work?
1: Yes, yes, certainly. And I love what you said about knowing, first of all. I just want to touch on that because when you know and you can track, that's absolutely right. Because if you don't realise you're having an anxiety attack or a panic attack, and you're not sure why you're having that anxiety, then it's difficult for you to figure out what to do next, for sure. And I also want to just touch on the fact that just being present. I digress slightly. I love talking about this. So in terms of my anxiety with money, it's been quite recent, actually. My money stories are not my money stories. They are worries and concerns that I've picked up from my family members and they're generational. So they've been passed on through history. I actually have quite a good relationship with money and I don't generally fear or get anxious about money because as I said before, I know it's always there. However, recently, my husband and I have been in a situation where we have been very financially stretched. We were on the verge of bankruptcy probably three years ago. So over the past and only like in the last, well, since COVID really, only in the last 12 months, interestingly enough, has our financial situation started to change. So his worry He was projecting to me and I'm an empath and I'm also super sensitive. So I (laughs) took that on as well. And so the pair of us were super anxious about our worries, about our money situation, I should say. And so what I was constantly doing, and I like to think of this as a practice because life itself is a practice and everything I do consciously and I need to practice it. So I acknowledge that and then I could reframe it and turn the story around to go, well, money is everywhere. At the moment, we have money coming in. It might not be the way we want it to, but it's coming. And we are able to pay the bills that we can pay. They might have to wait a while, but we can still pay them. And we have food on our table, fuel in our petrol tanks. We are getting up and going and doing the best that we can every day.
0: This has been Wealth Chats, where the money conversations happen with no shame. Level up your financial literacy game with us each week as we dive deeper into the wealth mindset. Join our free Facebook group as well, Financial Literacy for the 99%. Make sure to like and subscribe for more. Take care.